world? It's your boy BJ, and I got my co-host on the other side. Introduce yourself. It's your boy E, man. We back at it again, man. Um, you know, we came back at it last week by myself. Was kind of nervous, uh, but you know, got some good feedback, man. Uh, but now your boy is back, V. You are back, and we ready to, you know, get back at it, man, and have a good time, man. A lot of a lot of fans have been saying, man, they love the chemistry between us, man, but they don't know it's been since '08. You know, since uh, you know, since since the football field days, uh, they 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 gotta know that uh, you know, go way back like four flats on a Cadillac. You know, and, what I'm saying um, that's how we do it, man. But uh, this this week's topics, man, and as we always say, man, we're gonna start off with uh, those social social justice uh, topics, man. Um, you know, when us basically talking about that, we first gonna start off with um, we're gonna go all the way to the NBA, and we're gonna talk about Tobias Harris, man, using his platform and. Uh, really deflecting questions uh, and kind of going right back to Brianna, uh, Brianna Taylor. Um, yeah. So that is something that we want to talk about, man. So V, uh, give us your perspective, man. Uh, yeah. Well, let me, before, you know, before I even get into that, just want to remind you that this is the My Brother and Me podcast. I don't think we, uh, I don't think we told you earlier. <laughs> I don't think, I don't we, think we told you, but uh, <laughs> in case you forgot where you are at right now, <laughs> this is the My Brother and Me podcast. <laughs> Uh, my name is BJ, and that is Elijah. But in regards to um, what Ia mentioned uh, about Tobias Harris and um, his press conference at the bubble, um, if you guys have not seen it, Tobias was asked a couple questions in regards to social justice, and what he did was he mentioned that he wants justice for Breonna Taylor, and that is all he mentioned. It was a 59-second presser, um, and he let the media know that, hey, this is my answer for everything, okay? Do the right thing and arrest the murderers of Breonna Taylor. Um, you know, from my own perspective, I think this is a necessary take for these athletes. I think Tobias did the right thing. Um, obviously, they're playing during – in different circumstances right now with everything going on from COVID-19 to um, the social injustice that has been amplified during this quarantine. Um, Tobias Harris acknowledges the fact that, hey, we're still playing basketball and we still have media pressers and all those things going on, but don't forget the bigger picture. We're more than athletes and this is more than just a sport. This is a platform. If I so if I if he went on there and told you to buy um, T-shirts from his brand or whatever, fans are gonna go. They're gonna hear him and they're gonna go probably support the cause. So why not also use your platform to bring up other important topics such as arrest the murderers of Breonna Taylor? Hey, you know what's so so actually funny about that man? Um, if you, and I mean, not really funny in a sense, but like really something you think about, you know how long it's been since they even attempted to, to even file charges against these these cops? Uh, it's been a hundred plus days, right? Over a hundred plus days, man. And you still haven't even done anything. We can go the right. same thing with uh, Elijah McClain uh, with the, uh, his killers. Nobody is, has been charged. They've been fired, but they've only been fired because they reenacted the situation of, of killing him. Right. Um, so... You know what I mean? A lot like of so, that aftermath stuff, yep. you know? And it's so, like, I get it if you, uh, you, you know, you're learning from your mistakes, 
but it, I hate that things are only happening because of perception. Yep. But it's like, why don't you just do, do the right the thing? Right thing? Yep. What's morally correct? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. honestly, you think about it from the perspective, I honestly got to give a shout out to Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade um, on their new show uh, with him, Charles Barkley, Carrie Champion, and uh, um, Draymond Green. They actually ended up uh, on his shirt under his blazer. He had a black shirt, and uh, mm-hmm. it gave the number of the district attorney uh, mm-hmm. for Breonna, Breonna Taylor's case. And, um, you know, I just think that was great for him using his platform and being able to utilize it heavily, something that you're going to see all the time because, again, when the camera's on him, you see right. the number. I think that's very valuable. That's exactly what we mean by using your platform and still being able to Yes, we'll talk about sports. Let's not forget about, you know, sports. But most important, let's not forget about the people that were slain, that were murdered, that were victimized against unjust situations, mm-hmm. um, things that shouldn't have happened. And if we're talking about, again, Breonna Taylor, Elijah McClain, Oscar Grant, um, you know, Tamar Rice, the list goes on how many people we could be able to talk about. Um, but those are just a few of the long list that we do have. Let's utilize the, the, the platform that we have. Right. And, um, you know, I think another, I would say team, you know, again, shout out to the Bay area. Yay. Um, you know, the San Francisco, uh, giants actually, uh, use their platform. Um, their manager, um, actually, you know, took a kneel with his teammates. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think he's one of the few, I think there's probably been maybe one or two other, um, head coaches that have done that same thing, but for him to do it, especially in a predominantly white sport, right. that says a lot. And this is his first year uh, as the Giants head coach right now. So this is his first year. With you taking a stance like that, man, that says a lot. It says a lot not just for the city of San Francisco, because as we know, in that area of San Francisco, in California, the Bay Area, how much history comes from that area whether right. that's you know the black panthers being in you know in berkeley um you know that whole area that whole demographic has a lot of history and diverse so for them to stand up with a team like that that is predominantly white a uh, league that is predominantly white that says a lot man yeah and, and i think um you know that that is the important part of it we're seeing more teams more organizations step up have more courage to stand for what they believe is right and it's necessary you you can't you know sports have been consistently um you know dominated by black athletes and you know although baseball is a predominantly white sport there are still many uh uh athletes of color within baseball and it's growing it's, it's constantly growing and you know for any you know manager or or um, coach to to uh ignore the the struggles of their athletes i mean to me it would be ridiculous you we all know we played sports your your, your team is your family okay and when you are you know Within that that dugout or that huddle or whatever, you ride with each other, okay? So a lot of times that goes beyond the field or the court. And you, if you're telling me that, hey, look, when we're on this field, um, I don't want to hear about your problems, uh, to me, it's so unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, 
you know, if you're a true teammate, we step off this field, we still have some type of bond. And I know that's not not it for everybody. Some people are trying to collect the check. Some people just want to be here just to get away and play sports. But it is bigger than that. You know, I mean, as not, we uh-huh. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You're good. I was just gonna say, and I have a problem with with you know people like Aubrey Huff, a former Giant, please, who, please who played on that, on that uh, um the 2010 World Series team. Um, you know, I have a problem with guys like him because he chooses to claim that he's so American, right? He's so proud to be an American and he's going to do the, um, he lives by the American way, but you know, he advocates one to not wear masks while out in public in front of other people. It's a sham and this and that, that's what he says. And then also that the, the, the giants are a disgusting team for taking a knee for social injustice and not to be political, you know, but my thing is you're you're an american you're proud you say you know that you're so proud of your country and this and that but you're not standing up for those people you, uh, fellow americans right you're all oh, the the coronavirus doesn't affect people and this and that so tell me this if you step outside and you um you infect uh a former veteran, or I mean a veteran, I'm sorry, uh, with COVID-19. How American is that, huh? I mean, you can go and ask plenty of people like Carl Anthony Anthony Towns. I bet you he don't think this is a joke. Right. We're not thinking about that, but those are fellow Americans, right? Mm -hmm. You know, how disrespectful is that? And then to say, oh, don't make, don't bring politics into sports. Politics politics have been in in sports forever. Okay. I mean, if as we see with the, sports, I mean, with mm-hmm. the, with the, with the, with the person that's in the presidency right now, we could see that politics is in sports. Right. Why, you know? why tell me that? Why, if politics weren't involved in sports, why is it that when a team wins a championship that they go visit the white house? Mm-hmm. Why is it that we have a military, uh, uh, um, you know, honoring the military day or, or, um, a month honoring the military and the NFL, you know, that does that not have anything to do with politics or is the military and, and politics not, do not go hand in hand. I mean, you know, I mean, as we, I mean, as we all, all say, man, as we wrap this up, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're more, it's more than athlete. Um, yeah. You know, when I can go again, I, I didn't play college ball and, you know, I can't really say the college, you know, perspective, um, but I can say from the high school perspective, when, we were on our way to a championship uh, section title. It was only us. It wasn't like we really were partying with a lot of different people. We were doing mm-hmm. everything with that group. When we were running track and you were going all the way to state. What was the group? The group was just our track athletes. Like we right. kind of kept our, our circle very small because our focus was either championship or bust. And yes, we had the, the, the situation where we were able to succeed with that, but that's what happens when you are in that type of mindset. You are focused. You are focused on what you need to focus on. And then everything else comes later on. Um, so, yeah, man, um, you know, as we wrap up this topic, man, um, tell, tell us about our, our next topic, man, that we're going into. Oh, man. So, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, teams that do great things in sports 
And there's teams that do stupid things. <laughs> Just silly, downright, what were you thinking? This is the best you could come up with. And the team that we're talking about today is in the National Football League, and they are the football team <laughs> in Washington. I'm talking about the Washington football team. That is, <laughs> that is their name. The, that is the <laughs> let name. Me, let me let me hold on. Let me let, let me take this topic. Uh, so let's you know let's use some context. You know, um, during this time, LeBron James actually tweeted about it. And it's, I think he kind of said exactly what we all were feeling. Oh, you went into the boardroom and I think everybody had in a, you know, you had a long, just, just, just drawn out <laughs> conversation just about this situation um, to come up with that name, uh, to come up with those same colors. And you basically went back to throwback uniforms. That's all it is. <laughs> basically. You know what I mean? That, that's all you did. You didn't do anything else different besides right. take the, 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 the logo off the helmet and just put, a regular number, a like number. you did back in the day, like you did back in the day. So we're uh, Alabama now. That, roll that, tide? I think that's it. I think they, they just need roll another tide? number on the other side, and they're good. <laughs> that's their full time. Um, but I just think, honestly, I mean, the one you know, I will give them credit um, because they still didn't have to to change the name. And whether mm-hmm. you know, I mean, with us being in this political environment at this moment, in regards to moving social uh, issues forward, uh, they still didn't have to. Uh, but as you as you alluded to what, two episodes ago and talking about, um, you know, if you want to affect somebody, affect their pockets. Yep, straight up. That's what they did. You know what I mean? Nike did, FedEx did, and mm-hmm. they were put in a position where they needed to do what they needed to do. Uh, right. Because as we know, uh, that money that comes in for FedEx is a lot of money um, because their name is, their naming rights is on there, but they're paying them to have their naming rights on there. So that's, that says a lot. Um, yeah. But ultimately, you know, I think I'm hoping that they're not done I hope they go back in the boardroom meeting and, you know, talk about something. Even if you don't have a, a name this year, mm-hmm. I get it, you know, and, uh, you know, their owner, uh, Daniel Snyder, can actually profit from this year because you can have one jersey this year and then the next year you have another, no whole another jersey. People have to buy those jerseys if you got a Chase Young jersey or if you have a, uh, you know, Dwayne Haskins jersey. Those are all brand new jerseys yeah. so that, you know, I mean, that's more profit in your, your standpoint. Now, but I, I mean, again, red, red tails is still my vote. Just throwing yeah, it out there. I'm with that. Now, here's my question. Okay. I get the whole, you know, struggling to, you know, with production, right? With the mass production in a short amount of time. Having to come up with a jersey concept, helmet design, all those things. I get that part, right? Logo design. It, it's getting pretty close to the start of season and to be able to mass produce to all your distributors would be extremely challenging, right? But why couldn't they just still come up with the name and for this year only do the blank helmet with the number and the blank jersey that says Washington on it, but still refer to the team with the new mascot name? Why can't they still, you know, if they decide to go with Red Tails, why can't they still be known as the Red Tails, but uniform concepts all those things are still in production so we're going to have plain jerseys for this season 2021 comes around and we'll roll out with the new you know fire uniforms whatever why could they do that you know that's what i'm like y'all y'all entered that board meeting and y'all said all right folks we've come to a conclusion for 2020 and this is what we're gonna do i got a great idea the washington 
formerly known as Redskins, will now be the Washington football team. Oh, my not gosh. Football. That's so good. That's so good. Oh. <laughs> not, not football club. You know, the football team. <laughs> I just, you know, I just uh, – it doesn't surprise me though. This organization has been, you know, fumbling for years. Uh, as of late, they they have not been successful for a while. Now, um, obviously, their owner is is all kinds of aloof, and um, you know, hey, that that's one less team. Uh, you got to worry about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think, honestly, man, that, that goes actually, you know, uh, again, we'll, we'll wrap that topic up. But the one thing that I will say, man, uh, you know, it is good to be able to talk about sports, you know, right now and, you know, right. getting happy, happy with it. You know, instead of just talking about hypothetics, you know, we're talking about real stuff that is going on. Um, you know, so lastly, uh, let's talk about this NBA uh, going on, man. What have you seen so far that you like? What have you seen so far that you're like, this is just they are really trying to, you know, get 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 this 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 TV money. Yeah, I mean, yesterday when I watched the game, I, I didn't enjoy. So I think it's so far it's cool. Let me say that much. What I I did not enjoy was the whole little like webcam feedback thing that they had going for. I think it was the Nuggets game. Um, oh, okay. I, I I didn't really, you know, I was like I could do without that. I would prefer to just have the sports, the commentators in the background. Um, which they have today for the Portland game. Okay. Right. Um, which I, I'm enjoying. So like that part is actually pretty nice. You know, I, I, I thought that not having the fans there kind of like would make it, you know, less exciting. And I guess you could say it is, but I guess from a basketball fan standpoint, like just a person who loves playing basketball or watching basketball, it's still pretty like, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. This, this is getting exciting. We're seeing some of the star players out there, you know, like Dame and, and CJ McCollum. They're out there balling right now. Or Bobo. Um, Bobo Bo. Bo had a good game yesterday. Yep. And I, I've been telling people that he's going to be he's gonna be a, a star. Shout out, Bobo. I see you, brother. Um, you know, so that was nice for his debut. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's it's cool. It's cool to watch. It's cool to just see a sport that, that I'm familiar with, that I love to watch um you know back in action and i think we'll we'll have uh probably the highest viewership tonight with the lakers and mavericks game luke probably, versus lebron yeah. uh that should be entertaining so i think yeah. uh you know just overall man it's good again like i said good to see um you know sports back on i think ultimately uh for me it's i love the enjoyment you know uh like portland's portland's uh introduction that they did today when they first came out on court they acted like they have fans you know in the arena you know slapping yeah. people on the hands and all that you know <laughs> and I, I think that was just you know enjoying the moment you know right. again it, it sucks not having noise in there uh yeah. it sucks you know not being able to uh, you know have just that environment as we know you know when you are in a home environment you do have an advantage to right. an extent um you know it still comes down to x's and o's you know when we're doing that but at the same time, having a home court advantage can be able to push you through. That could push you through that adrenaline and all that. Uh, but what I, I I'm gonna put this on the record. I've I tweeted about this. I have said this. You know, I think between me and you, when we were you know talking off off camera, right? I don't want the Lakers to win. 
Um, mm. I, I hope the Lakers lose in the first round um, to, you know, Portland um, or whoever. And I hope, you know, maybe – I hope an uh, unknown team gets their ring. Yeah. Um, any other team other than the Clippers or Houston, I'm okay with. I'm okay with OKC getting theirs. I'm okay with the Blazers getting theirs. I'm okay with that because this season is going to have an asterisk by it. Even if they were to win, you are right. going to have an asterisk by your career. Why, why do that? And for right. the Lakers, we don't need that. Yo, I mean, don't get me wrong. It would be good because LeBron's window is dwindling. Yeah. And with the, the players that you have around LeBron, they're not getting any younger besides AD. So what do you do? Yeah. At the end of the day, do I think that the Lakers can pull it off? Yes. Do I hope that they don't? Yes, I do. I hope Giannis pulls it out, man. I hope anybody outside the Lakers, man, because you just don't – again, I you wouldn't want – You want them to that. win fair and square. That's it, man. At the end of the now, day, the playoffs, is not supposed to have, playoffs isn't supposed to have a five-month off-season break before right. the playoffs come in. Come right. on, man. I feel you on that. I just – I think, you know, for these athletes, they, they understand how hard it really is to even get to the ship. So they might just take whatever comes their way, you know. Uh, this whole thing kind of just reminds me of a big AAU tournament. That's all it is, man. That is all it is. You're you in know? one one place. You <laughs> right. traveled. All the above. And, uh, you know, exactly. You're in one place. Not a whole big crowd because you're bouncing around from court to court. Um, you know, there, yeah, there's not a big – a lot of fans. You're just out there playing. And, uh, you know, you're playing for the love of the game. And you're playing for the, the, the tournament. That's you it. Know? That's it. And so I, I'll give it that much. It's still cool to see. Like I said, man, it, it's good to see, man. And do I want – and another allude to, the reason why I don't want them to win is because I don't want them to dedicate this to Kobe. This is not how Kobe will want to win this championship. I'm sorry. Yes, Kobe is a competitor. Yes, Kobe would have wanted to win this, but he wouldn't have wanted to win this way is all I'm saying. No, of course. You know what I'm saying? I so think, I think – uh, I think the Lakers would have still won it this season. And I would have been okay with it. I, I would have been okay if they would have won it the regular way. But right now, now that we had a five-month offseason going into the playoffs with maybe three or four scrimmages in order for uh, the regular season to start, I think, in next week, like, yeah, man, just something different. But, yeah. I mean, it's all good. It's all good, man. Um, our last – no, that was our last topic. That was it for today. That was okay, but you know our favorite part of today. Uh, are you going to – do you want to go first or want me to go first? You could go. Okay. So, actually, I just actually came up with our hypothetic today. Um, I've got a lot of feedback from you guys telling us how much you guys like this hypothetic, especially last week talking about the Kings uh, and Lakers uh, and how that dynasty would be able to kind of maturate if the Kings would have won instead of the Lakers. Mm. Um, you know, but let me, let me hit you with something, V. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to paint a picture for you. And I need you to be able to, again, give me a hypothetic. So as we have seen, most spring sport or most fall sports right now have been pushed back to spring. Am I right? So, you know, you have football now being played in spring, which is a beautiful thing. I wish we would have been able to play in spring because that is whoo, great weather for football. Uh, <laughs> um, and Wednesday night practices would have been a little bit better. Um, <laughs> but um, actually, David Pollack, um, you know, former Georgia Bulldog, actually made a comment and he said, I believe it would be better. So, again, I'm, I'm going to give you his, his statement and then I'll give you the question. I believe it would be better if the FCS, so those are smaller schools, you know, the mm -hmm. North Dakota states and stuff like that, would play in spring so we can be able to know who they are. They can have their own TV deals. They can be able to do that. And the FBS schools 
as a, you know, Alabama, all the big time schools, those are in the, the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, my question to you is, hypothetically speaking, how do you think it would affect the FCS if they were to start their, their league in spring rather than in fall? And why? Dang. Now, that, that's a tough question. Um, I but this think, is why we call it hypothetical, man. <laughs> I think um, I, I don't necessarily agree with playing in the spring. And here's why. Um, because that is a crucial time for recruitment, right? Um, it's also off-season for any other football season. If these athletes have to play in the spring and one of them gets hurt, let's say they're a senior and they're preparing to go to the league, if they get injured, that could potentially ruin their start of their career. Um, you, you know, or um, if they are a young athlete, a high school athlete going to college, same same ordeal. It could it could affect their playing time when it comes to the season. If it's a long term injury, um, it also could affect their looks, right? Because you expect to to get your looks after football season in you know December or January, and that's when the college the scouts are are talking to you. And then signing day, I believe, is in April. So uh, same with draft day is in April as well. So all those things. If you have to play during that time, you're missing out. And um, I think that would put an unfair advantage, uh, disadvantage to those FCF teams, F- FCS teams uh, like the North Dakota States and, uh, you know, some of those smaller schools that are actually pretty good, that have some good athletes. So this is why we, again, have this podcast so we can be able to rebuttal and we can be able to have it on, you know, on the record of what we said. Um, if this were to happen and this hypothetic were to come true and the FCS can be able to play in spring, I think it would be more beneficial. Why? Because I believe you can, you can be able to have more FCS schools getting more funding towards them. So that's North Dakota, North Dakota state schools. Um, you know, that school you're looking at, you know, maybe some, um, you know, HBCUs, they're able to get TV deals because now everybody wants to see them play. Um, you know, they don't have to deal with in Alabama. They don't have to deal with anybody like that. All they have to do is focus on, the uh basically the opponent that they have and they all they have to do is fcs don't get me wrong do i understand if say for example you know you were to have a a carson wentz you know back in the day get injured and then have to still go on and do his pro day would it be not beneficial i think it, it it wouldn't to an extent but at the same time look how much more exposure he has more scouts at his games because they have nowhere else to go in springtime, more scouts are just doing general stuff at that time. Yes, right. they're flying maybe for spring ball, but at the same time, spring ball is not telling you nothing. So for them, they finally have real games to look at, and they can be able to evaluate talent in a maybe a good gem that they missed out on. You know, again, a gem as a Carson Wentz, even though he went second, he could have went first. Maybe if he would have had the right exposure. You know, you look at um, you know other um, you know people. Uh, that came from, you know, smaller schools, even smaller D1 schools, like they could have been more beneficial for them in the long run. That's all I'm saying. Mm, okay. Okay. But go ahead. What's your, what, you, what you got for me? All right. So we, we're talking football. We'll stay on football. And, uh, you know, when you play the game, 
we always talk about how, you know, certain players are like scheme fits or, or, you know, their team just isn't good, but they're great. Mm -hmm. Right. And we've seen that a number of times. There's been plenty of players throughout the, you know, throughout the league that have been on a bad team, but they've been amazing. Mm -hmm. Now, my question to you is, if Barry Sanders were to play for another team, if he were to have been drafted by another team or maybe even traded, you know, around that time that he had retired. So the Niners, the Cowboys, the – someone 95, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Roughly, something. Yeah. yeah. Right? So – if he would have been traded to a different team, and I'll let you even pick a team, okay, that you would have liked to see him traded to, would he have won a Super Bowl or Super Bowls? Uh, I think depending on what team he goes to, I think he wins He wins multiple su- Super Bowls. Uh, because now that eight in the box, like say, for example, he even – and I, I'll use the team that I don't like. Well, say he went to Dallas. Like – you traded him for Emmett. No offense, but Barry with that line, mm. Mm. Emmett wouldn't have broke his record. I'll be honest with you. Emmett wouldn't have came close to the yards that that Barry would have been able to pull up with that line that they had. Um, you know, you put him with the Niners. Like, let, let's be honest. Like, you have you take out Ricky Will or Ricky Ricky Waters. I'm sorry. You take out Ricky Waters. You put him in. Now you have people that are what not eight in the box, nine in the box. Okay, what about Jerry on the outside? What about, um, you know, at that time, J.J. Stokes? You had Tyree, um, um, Ty Streets. Uh, you had different people that you couldn't do it. Same thing with Dallas. You would have had Michael Irvin on one side that would have took a double team itself, but where's everybody else at, you know? So, again, too, too many weapons. Too many weapons, you know what I mean? So just depending on what team he would have went to, I mean, you even go to a, a, a decent team. Say he would have went to Green Bay. Green Bay. That's what I was just thinking. Say he went to Green Bay. And if he would have been able to get the Rock, him and Brett Favre, you know, on top of with um, Andre Risen, uh, maybe I think Antonio Freeman at the time, you know, mm. come on now, man. With that defense that they had back there, yeah, man, that, that would have been a multiple Super Bowl, which the, he already did without a running game. I think he would have had Dorsey Levens. Besides that, like Dorsey Levens was a above-average running back. Now you're adding a, a legend back there with Brett. Mm. Mm. That'd be crazy. That's multiple right there. But yeah, man. Uh you you wanna add anything? Oh man, I mean you kinda hit it on the nail. Um I I think he would have won multiple uh ships just because he would have just took a team over the top. You know, I will say that Emmett, you know, if you watch the tape, he has done plenty in the second, you know, uh uh at the second level after, you know, the line does a lot of work. He still was breaking plenty of tackles. But that, I say that to say that imagine Barry doing that same thing. Emmett, one of my favorite players of all time. Um, but Barry was just on another level. I think, with, again, with, with that, you know, with with that, that type of help. Come on, man. It would have been crazy. Like, I would have loved to see Barry with Calvin Johnson. Huh. I would have, I would have loved to see those two together, you know, yeah. two that dealt with the same issue in regards to Detroit not building around them. And like, look at you, man! Like you would have, I think you would have had more of a, uh, you you would have been 
the fastest show on turf. If we would have, you know, going back to St. Louis days, you would have been the fastest show on turf. But that's just me. Hey, my perspective. It's our pocket. That's what we can do. Hypothetics. That's it, man. Uh, So as we wrap up, man, we just want to say, hey, we appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Uh, We are continuing on with season two, man, and we are coming harder than we ever had before, man. We're going to have a great season. Uh, But most importantly, man, we want to be able to, um, you know, affect our fans as much as we can. If you guys have anything that y'all want us to talk about, uh, maybe things that we missed out on, please let us know, man, and we will tune in for that. Uh, Most importantly, um, if you have any any comments, how we could do better, let us know, man. But subscribe, share, subscribe, and share. If y'all really mess with us, man, subscribe and share, man. I'm tired of people saying they message you and they ain't message you, man. <laughs> Please, just subscribe hey, and share. That's all we ask. Hit one button. It's a, it's a hard business out here, but we appreciate all the love and support. And like he says, subscribe, share, comment, give us feedback. And we'll be here back uh, better than ever. That's all it, right? man. And we My like to leave y'all. podcast. <laughs> My name is VJ, that's E, and we out of here. Yay!